everyone and welcome to The Femaling Show. I'm your host, Nicole Goodman, and I'm a woman's identity expert and coach. As women, we fall into three phases of identity through our adult life, and during these, our challenges can look pretty similar. Now, regardless of what cycle of life you fall into, whether you are from the age of 24 to 32, 32 to 40, or 40 to 50 plus, here at Femaling, I will be talking to you about the real issues we all face and sometimes secretly struggle with. Here at Femaling, through honest conversation, you will learn how to accept yourself, understand yourself, and be yourself. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Femaling. And today's um, topic is called Intuition Never Lies. And basically, this is going to be a chat about encouraging you and encouraging me and encouraging all women, well, all people actually, to listen to their intuition much, much more because um, it's a very underused tool. I think. Now, I'm not alone today. You'll be pleased to know you don't just have to listen to my voice. I am joined by the absolutely fabulous Denise LaRue. Denise, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So let me do a little intro for you so everyone knows who they're listening to. Denise is a speaker and a freedom coach. Wow. Um, teaching women to overcome their fear of leaving corporate so they can pursue their life's purpose. How wonderful is that? After spending 15 years in the corporate world, Denise realized there was something missing. Exhausted from the nine-to-five grind and realizing her time was rarely her own, <laughs> she decided to trade in her golden handcuffs, love that, for a life of freedom and fulfillment. Good for you. Bloody hell, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Today, through her program, Level Up to Freedom, Denise empowers women to listen to their intuition while finding the courage to follow their dreams. She teaches women how to ditch the nine-to-five grind and discover their purpose so they can create life on their terms. Oh, I've actually got goosebumps as I read that out. Wow, thank you. I mean, wow. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. Um, my journey has been really, truly a gift, and I have learned through this process really to listen to and trust my intuition. I would say prior to ditching corporate, I was very much the woman who felt that I knew it all. I had all the answers and I would ignore my intuition. I would ignore the signs. I would ignore, you know, everything that was pretty obvious um, because I really thought that I needed to stay in control. Well, actually, that's what we're going to uncover today. I really just want to um, unpack all of this with you and find out actually what is obvious, because to a lot of people, it isn't. I mean, it's, you know, it took me many, many years to trust my intuition and to listen yes. to it. Very yes. similar to you. Mm -hmm. And what is now obvious wasn't for 40 right. years of my life. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, I'd actually like to know, off the top, how do you think your life has changed just from listening to your intuition? Oh, my goodness. Well, I have 
now time freedom. I have location freedom and I have money freedom. So let me explain that. Um, I can work whenever and wherever I would like. Um, no one gets to tell me how many you know sick days I get to have throughout the year or when or if I can go on vacation or I don't have to miss my children's activities any longer because I have a meeting or you know the investors are in town and I can't take off. Like I can be there. I can be the mom that I want to be for my children. And so it has allowed me to have freedom to really be who I authentically am and to be the mom that I want to be and to just enjoy my life. And it's a gift. I mean, there's about 10, 10 billion gifts in that. Right. You just said that's just amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so Tell, tell me, if you don't mind sharing, how, how did this come about? Like, so you're in corporate and you're obviously feeling what, disillusioned, bored, fed up. What was going on for you? Yeah, so I was in corporate. I was an executive uh, six-figure earner and I was burned out. I was... Can I ask, uh, how did you know you were burned out? Oh, my goodness. Well, because I was crying every day on my way home from work. I had anxiety. I had migraines. I had stomach aches every day. Um, I was depressed. I was snapping at my children the moment I walked in the door. Um, and I just, you know, I knew that a lot of the, the source of that was my job and that I needed to... Um, I knew I needed to make a change, but I was too afraid to make a change. So how long did it take you to realize that you needed to make a change? Because a lot of people can walk around like this, right? And as you said, migraines, I used to be a massive migraine sufferer. Um, and, and, we can, and I do snap at my children still. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. <laughs> God. Um, so, but, but you can walk around like that for a long, long time yes. you, before you even realize, oh, hold on a second, I'm burnt out. Like, so how, yeah. how did it? Like, yeah, it was probably about two years, uh, progressively getting worse for about two years. And um, I finally, what happened was uh, one morning I was pulling into the parking lot at work and I suddenly couldn't breathe. I thought I was having a heart attack. I really, truly thought I was having a heart attack. And I pulled over and I sat there and I just tried to breathe. I was like, I've got to breathe. I've got to breathe. I kept telling myself, you have to breathe. And then finally, I calmed down. And I, what I realized was I had just had a panic attack. Yeah. And in that moment, I heard a voice that said, enough. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just said shit is down again. Oh, no. Two times in six minutes. You're doing really well. <laughs> so this voice. Like, where did that, who, whose voice was it? Like, where did it come from? That, what I have learned since then is that is your intuition. Yeah. That is your intuition letting you know. And as you said earlier, you know, after the fact, it's obvious when you look back on a situation, I had a lot of, of those moments where I heard the voice or I, you know, but I just kept pushing it away. Yeah out of fear oh, but in that what sort of things was it saying that you were pushing down oh it was saying you deserve more than this it was saying you know this is not okay feeling this way is not okay yeah. these you know these migraines are not okay I, it was a lot of of that but I believed so strongly that I needed 
to stick it out. I needed to keep pushing forward. And that was my, you know, honestly, that's your conscious, um, your rational mind, if you will, really kind of stepping in at that point, because you get that thought, you get that intuition, and then you start to try to reason it away. It's like, well, you know, I would get that thought of, you don't deserve to be treated this way. But then I would rationalize it by saying, well, this is how all jobs are. Everybody feels this way at work. You know? And so I would find a way. <laughs> and I think what you're uncovering is actually vitally important that it's hard to know which one is the actual truth. Mm-hmm. Which one is, because they can both feel true at the time. Exactly. Just which exactly. one you want to tune into. So go so on. Right. Have this massive yeah. Yeah. So, so basically I sat in my car, I was in tears and I heard that message that this was enough. And I literally walked into work. I walked right into my CEO's office and I resigned. (laughs) If you're listening to this and you can't see my reaction, my mouth just fell to the floor. You just, just, I just, that was it. Pulled the bravery card out of your pocket and just went for it. Yes. And I shocked everyone, uh, everyone, my boss, my coworkers, uh, my family, <laughs> you know, everyone, pardon me. Yourself? Oh, absolutely. I mean, in the moment I felt really brave and then I walked out and I was like, holy shit, what did I just do? <laughs> so you're basically walking away from a six figure salary, a yes. job that you've always known. I mean, yes. you've got a family to support. Yes. That is, I mean, that is incredible. Yes. But I just decided that if I was hearing that voice, if I was hearing that message, then that meant that the universe or your higher power, whatever you believe in, had my back. And so it was all going to be okay. I had no clue how it was going to be okay, but I knew it was going to be okay. That doesn't mean I wasn't scared. That's trusting your intuition again, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I just decided I was going to do it afraid. And I had literally no idea what I was going to do because all I had ever done was, you know, corporate. And so I actually started working with a coach who helped me to really discover what I was put on this earth to do. And I started working through that. And I discovered through that process that my life's purpose is about love and respect. And so I want to teach others how to love and respect themselves enough to listen to their intuition, to follow that instinct and to really create life on their terms so that they can enjoy this one life that we have. I mean, I'm blown away by your story. And I just want to say, firstly, off the top, like, congratulations to you. Thank you. It's an incredibly brave, fulfilling way to live. And I think it's incredible that you can now support people in doing exactly the same and just not exactly, not necessarily quitting their job, but to be able to just live a life that yes. truly and utterly works for them. And so what you're saying is all of this came off the back of actually you couldn't ignore your intuition any longer. Exactly. Exactly. When you're sitting in your car thinking you're having a heart attack and the things that go through your mind are the things that are actually important to you, your family, your happiness, you know, those things were all flashing in front of me in that moment. And then 
to hear that I'm even giving myself chills right now to hear that, that voice. I just, that was it. And I said, you know, I can't, if I keep waiting, if I keep pushing this off, I don't know what the outcome is going to be, but it wasn't going to be good. And so I took a huge risk and a huge step and trusted that, you know, that the universe had me and, and went for it. So there's a lot of things here, isn't there? There's, um, there's trust is a massive one, isn't it? Mm -hmm. There's listening, listening to a different part of yourself so that you can be guided in a more self-serving way. Correct. There's massive courage and bravery. Mm-hmm. And actually, <laughs> listening to your intuition isn't always the easiest way. Is that what you're saying? It's not always like the... Well, it's... No, it's simple. It's not easy. Correct. Correct. And it's not easy because we are, we are in a society where we favor rational thinking. Sure over, you know, following your intuition. I mean, intuition generally tends to be more aligned with feminine energy. That doesn't mean it's a man-woman thing, but it is more aligned with feminine energy. And we tend to appreciate and applaud masculine energy more so than feminine energy. And since intuition kind of falls in that category, it tends to get pushed to the side um, too often. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've never even thought about it like that. It's not recognized in society and in the culture in which we live enough. It's right. coming more so, but but not enough. And if you, I don't know, if you, are you married? Do you have a partner? I am engaged. Oh, congratulations <laughs> to, a, a, to a man. A, a man, a, yes. Okay. So, um, and the reason I'm asking is not because I'm being nosy, is that because I, if I think about intuitively, the, the difference between me and my husband when we're, and he's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful dad. He's a really hands-on dad. But intuitively, I know so much quicker when one of the kids is going to be sick in the morning right. or whether they're hungry or whether they're tired or I know exactly what's going on from, with them. And that's not coming from a place of intellect. It's coming from a... It, it, I can't even explain where... It's just a sensory thing, isn't it? I can't even really explain where it comes from. From my intuition that... It's I, It's my motherly intuition. And I actually... This is no disrespect to men or my husband, but they don't have this. They don't have it on the same level. Correct. He can intuitively know something about, I don't know, uh, work. Let's say, so he will know if something's going to happen with a client or it's not. But when it comes to his, I don't know, things that are more emotional and places of the heart, that is totally my gig. That's right. my role. I bring that. Right. No, absolutely. And it's, that is true in a lot of relationships, family situations. And when you think about corporate America, I mean, it was designed by men for men. And so now you've got, you know, women who are clearly, you know, a a solid, have a solid place in corporate America now, but the structure hasn't necessarily changed to keep up with feminine energy sort of coming into the fold, which is why intuition and collaboration mm-hmm. um, and empathy tend to be disregarded in corporate more so than, you know, someone who is more of a, 
um, logical thinker or, you know, a risk taker. So um, I found that, you know, part of, of the stress that I was experiencing in corporate was that I wasn't really, um, it's not that I wasn't allowed to use my intuition, but it definitely wasn't appreciated and it wasn't respected. And so I think that definitely contributed to some of the stress that I was feeling as I didn't feel like I could be my authentic self. Oh, oh. and isn't it interesting now that you're a freedom coach and I'm going to make a massive assumption here um, that you probably use intuition massively in your job now. I mean, yes. <laughs> I know that when I'm coaching someone, it's 90% intuition. I mean, I spent about four months studying intuition on its right. own. Right. So it's such a massive piece of what you and I do, isn't it? And by the way, I just want to say, if you're listening at home, like Denise and I have only just met. We've only just started speaking. So we know very little about one another, but we were reconnected over Facebook. Mm -hmm. so if it seems like um, I'm asking weird questions, like, is she married? Um, <laughs> I really basic stuff. That would be why. But what we did do is, and this is funny, actually, because this is kind of, oh my God, I just had a light bulb moment. This is, intuitively because I this is how Denise and I connected on Facebook I put a post up on um some women's I can't remember what it was it was like a women's business group wasn't right. it mm -hmm. about if you wanted to join and be um a guest on my podcast I am going somewhere with this I promise <laughs> um somewhere relevant and a, quite a few people responded to me in fact a lot of women responded to me and there was something about when you replied to me, Denise, and it was just, it was instant, wasn't it? It was reply mm -hmm. to me instantly. I could reply back. We had a quick, we had a really quick discussion. I told you what my purpose was. You told me what your purpose was. And intuitively, whether it's instinct or intuition, and I want to ask you that in a minute, if there's a difference or if you think there's a difference, um, I knew it was going to be an amazing chat. And I knew that you were going to bring such value to Anyone yeah. who's listening to femaling at home, I just knew it, and we ha I hadn't even heard your voice. Right, <laughs> and I get, and so was it the same for you? Absolutely, absolutely. I knew immediately. I have been so looking forward to chatting with you, and it, it absolutely, I knew this was the right fit that we were, we were soul sisters somewhere along yeah, the way. <laughs> again, now you can't, I, you cannot explain that. From an intellectual level, you cannot. Exactly. It is just a sense. It is a yeah. feeling. It is something yes. you just know. Absolutely. And, you know, oftentimes people, I, what I find in, in my work with women is that um, initially they believe that intuition is sort of something that's for, you know, special people or, you know, spiritual people or, right. And, it, and it's, they think of it as something that they don't have. Um, but in reality, as I said earlier, we all have intuition. And so I challenge um, people often, I'll say, you know, have you ever had a hunch about something? Mm. Or have you ever just known immediately when you meet someone whether or not you're going to click with that person? That is your intuition, and, and some people refer to it as instinct. Some people refer to it as intuition. I'm not sure that I think there's a difference. No, because I've actually written that down as a question. Like, do you think there's a difference? I really don't. I think, um, I think instinct just maybe feels safer for people than the word intuition. Um, I, don't, I don't really think there's a difference. 
And I was thinking before we jumped on the call, like, how can I, what time, what points in my, get the words out, at what point in my life have I just known something to be what it is? Mm -hmm. um, and the, the first one that came up was motherhood, like I said before. I just know. I just know when my kid is going to be unwell. I just know what my child needs. I mean, I might not always want to give it to them, but I just <laughs> always know what it is they yeah. need. And that just comes from an absolute um, intuitive place. And I'm sure every single mother would be nodding at this. and Like, yeah, you do. And I do know. I do know quicker than my husband. Um, the other thing is, like, the other times when I've just known something, um, when, when I meet somebody, like I'm a real people person, as I'm sure you are, because you can't coach if you, if you don't love people. And, and sometimes I will just meet someone and I intuitively don't like them. Mm -hmm. Or right. I intuitively really like them. Right. But it stands out to me much more when I don't like someone because that's quite rare for me right. to take an instant dislike to somebody. I mean, do you have that? I definitely do. I definitely do. I have that in my personal life. I even have that in my business where if, you know, I'll be speaking with someone who's interested in working with me and I can kind of intuitively tell whether or not they are going to be a really good fit, you know, whether we're going to be a good fit for each other. And so um, I definitely find that the more I trust my intuition, the more I seem to notice it, the more it seems to be present in my life. Oh, that's so lovely. Mm -hmm. So the more you trust it, the more present it can. I guess the more you trust it, the freer it is. You're freeing it up for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it becomes easier to trust it as it starts to, as you start to realize that, oh, I trusted that and it worked out. Then it's then, you know, the next time you get that thought or that feeling, it's going to be easier for you to trust it. And before long, it just becomes part of who you are. So, so tell me something. I'm really curious to know, like if someone doesn't have any idea of how to use their intuition, and as you said, everyone has it, and I completely agree with you, everyone does have it. It just might be asleep. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say? Could you give a few tips yeah. on how they can kind of unleash this superpower? Absolutely. I think one of the first steps that we can take, and this is important, especially for women, is, and it's hard for women to do this, but to focus on yourself, sure. to really take a few moments to think about what it is that you want. What do you desire? And to really get clear on that. And once you start to focus on what it is that you want, you claim it, you say it out loud, then you've got to kind of slow down and pay attention to the signs because they're going to be there. But we just are really good at ignoring them because yeah. we are moving so quickly that we don't take that time. Can, and I, so, can I underline something there as well? Sure. I agree. And also, I think sometimes... We don't always like what we're claiming. Like, it might be something, I don't know, uh, oh, I, I want to be on the West End stage. I mean, I'm just taking something, you know, completely. Sure. And that might that might cause a lot of anxiety. It's like, oh, well, hold on, I don't think I've got the energy to do that, or that's going to cost money, or I don't have the time. Or So the things mm -hmm. that we truly want, sometimes we can deny to ourselves because mm -hmm. it might be hard to admit Right. Um, it might be, I want to get out of this relationship that you're completely entwined in. And, you know, that's a difficult thing to admit. So then when right. the intuition starts coming in of like, 
yeah, this person is not for me. Right. You've got to be ready. Okay, in short, bottom line, Nicole, you've got to be ready to listen to it. You've got to want to listen to it. You've got to want to, exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, you brought up an excellent point. I, we have such an awesome ability as women to sabotage ourselves with the, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough energy, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough support. And, you know, I call those protection paradigms. Those are ways that we have found to make it okay to not follow our intuition. And so I think that, you know, focusing on what you want, writing it down, claiming it, saying saying it out loud, putting it on your vision board, writing it in your journal, whatever you have to do, but really get clear on what you want and don't worry so much about how you're going to achieve it. And then when you can kind of release the, the how and just focus on the what then and slow down and listen, then you'll start to see like all the clues are there. They're, it's all there for you. You just have to open yourself up to the possibility of actually listening to and following the clues. And I like what you said, like drop the how. Because I mean, I was a complete and utter, but how? Like that was my, Oh, me too. (laughs) Okay. So I want to be a coach, but how, like, how do I find the right course for me? And then I find the course is like, but how am I going to fund it? But how am I going to take time off work to do this? But how am I ever going to get the skills up enough to, to feel confident with it? Everything was, but how, but how do I? Right. And I love what you're saying because once you are totally in touch with what you want or the direction that you're going in, the how completely and utterly reveals itself absolutely absolutely I mean it really does it really does and you've got to stop overthinking it and that's what you just described but how but how that's us overthinking the situation and trying to continue to engineer it and you know steer the ship if you will and I think it's you've got to have a level of trust in again whatever or whoever your higher power is you've got to trust that that is a component in your journey and that, you know, if this desire was put on your heart, it was put there for a reason and your higher power is going to deliver for you. And what do you mean by um, higher power? So for some people, it's God. For some people, it's universe, spirit, energy. You know, we all have, I hope, we all have something that we believe is bigger than ourselves Um, and that is sort of helping us, you know, navigate this life. And I think that it's important to have that because it is, I think, tied to this component of intuition. I agree. And I think it gives you a total, again, we're back to this word trust, which keeps coming up today. Yes. And someone actually, I was listening to a book, Gabrielle Bernstein, who mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with at the moment, if you know her work. And if, you, and if, if you're listening at home and you don't know her work, listen to her immediately. She's absolutely amazing. And she talks about the universe all the time. Mm-hmm. And the universe is always supporting us in the things that we truly want. We just have to communicate effectively with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she calls it, sometimes she calls this higher being truth. Mm-hmm. I think that is so beautiful because yes. it takes out all of the complication and all of the, you know, say you do want to go on the West End stage or whatever, for whatever it is, whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I keep bringing that up. I, <laughs> I think I, because I just booked a show, but oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> 
I completely digress. Um, that it, it just becomes, once you claim it, as you said, it just becomes an absolute simplicity because it just yes. is. Yes. It just is. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else around that that you need to complicate. Yeah, but you can do the but how, and I love what you said to drop that, but this truth of who you are and and I and I my God, I'm in love with that saying if, if it lives if it lives on your heart, it's there for a reason. I think mm -hmm. that is really beautiful. So I urge anyone listening at home that whatever is secretly living on your heart and you know what that is, you absolutely know what that is because because you just do, because it's your truth and it's the universe or it's God or it's your faith just pulling you in the direction of it because this higher being and this higher power is always pushing you to be at your potential and be your best self. And you can only do that from a place of absolute truth and faith and trust and energy and intuition. Absolutely. I love that. I don't even know where all that came from. My God. I couldn't even, and you know, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even, that was all my intuition talking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm curious, tell me, can you tell me like a couple of examples so that, so that people know how to access it in themselves? Like, just give us, if you could, if you can think of like an everyday example of when your intuition speaks to you, and then maybe it will sort of prompt someone to be able to listen to themselves a bit more. Yeah, sure. So I would say in your everyday, when you are uh, faced with making a decision, um, you know, we, you often perhaps have heard, um, you know, your first, um, like if you're taking a test, for example, right, the first answer that comes into your mind is the right answer. And then you start to overthink it and then you end up picking the wrong answer. <laughs> and so as you're going through your day and you're faced with a choice, Whatever pops into your head first as the thing you should do, that's your intuition and that's what you should follow. So that's one easy way to, you know, test out your intuition and see, um, you know, where does that take you when you follow the very first thing that pops into your mind and you do that. Um, I would say that's a great way. I would say um, another example would be if you are, Let's say you've got a decision to make. Um, my goodness, let's see. So I've got one. Can I? Can yeah, I thank ask? you, because my mind just went blank. <laughs> well, I've got something that's coming up for me, intuitively coming up for me. And, um, and I really want to share it with you because I really want to get your opinion on this. Okay. And it's a really silly example, but let's just go with it. So I have joined this gym that is local to me. And I don't like it very much. It, okay. It's fine. I mean, it, it's fine. And it's got everything that it needs in there. And I can't even really express to you why I don't like it. I just don't. I just intuitively don't mm -hmm. ever feel psyched up about going. And I'm someone that has always enjoyed going to the gym. Okay. So I can never be bothered. And since I've joined this gym, I've never trained less in my entire Wow. Life. Okay. Um, so... One day when I was in there and I was in there for five minutes and then I walked back out again because I just couldn't, I couldn't bear to be in there. Um, I thought, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I've got to leave. Intuitively, I knew I had to leave the gym. So I did. 
and I felt liberated and empowered and really proud of myself because I'm following, I'm following my energy, right? I'm following what feels intuitive sure. and right for me. Sure. But then a week later, after the high had kind of subsided, I realized I don't have a place to work out. <laughs> and so I, so I started for a couple of days to feel a bit, and I was going for walks and I was doing a bit of yoga and I was doing bits and pieces, but sometimes I just want to go to the gym. And I didn't have that space because I'd, I'd gotten rid of this space in my life. And so I now I'm thinking, uh, maybe I need to go back to that gym because I just need a space and can I, so I'm, I'm in conflict with myself. I know this is a really silly. No, this isn't silly. There's, um, there's clearly so something there. Intuitively, I know it's not a, a positive um, environment for me. I can't really explain why, but it isn't. Mm -hmm. But yet, it, there's a lot going for it. It's cheap, it's convenient, it's easy, you know, and, and now I don't have anywhere to work out and that's not good for me either. Sure. So I think that, you know, clearly there's something there. And sometimes we don't ever really find out the answer. And I think that's one of the toughest no. parts about intuition, I know. But if you think about it, there's, there's, a, there's something there. There's a reason that you're feeling that. You don't get those feelings no. for nothing, right? So there's something about this gym. Maybe there's something that, you know, is going to take place in the future that you don't want to be part of, or there's just something that's telling you that this is not the right place for you to be. And so I would listen to that and I would find another gym. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and you know what? There was like this sinking in my heart because I know you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And it's going back to what you said, we can rationalize it, can't we? Yes. we can intellectualize the whole thing and say, oh, but it's fine. Oh, but it's cheap. Oh, but it's convenient. But yes. actually, I'm still not going to enjoy being in there. Right. So, right. So, so, so yeah. intuitive. You always know from an intuitive place. You do. You definitely do. And relationships are another example. You know, you mentioned earlier, if you're in a, a relationship that is not right for you, right? You feel it, you know it, you've got the, the, you know, feeling in the pit of your stomach as you're driving home and you're about to see that person. Those are all signs. It's not always hearing a voice. It's oftentimes a feeling. Yeah. It's a physical feeling that you're getting and, you know, you've got to listen to that. And now I'm to the point where if I'm about to make a decision that is not aligned with my purpose or is not aligned with my intuition, I feel it in my stomach. Yeah. And that is how I know that I'm about to make a bad choice. And I, you know, it's different for everyone, right? I feel it in my stomach. Some people feel it in their throat or other parts of their body, but you start to recognize that pattern of, you know, oh, okay, that's my intuition letting me know that I'm about to make a bad choice and do something else. <laughs> so. I mean, I was, I was talking to someone the other day and she kept um, yawning. And I said mm -hmm. to her, I'm really curious about the yawning. And um, she said, she, it basically turned out that she needed to breathe more. Mm. Um, it was her body's way of telling her because the breath was very powerful for her because it slowed her down and it kind of zenned her out and calmed her. Mm -hmm. and it was her it was so incredible once we spoke about it and uncovered it it was her body's way of telling her you need to take some deep breaths yeah. it was it was so fascinating mm -hmm. just by me saying very briefly I'm curious what is that right your body will always show up for you absolutely 
old view. Absolutely. And once you start to recognize those signs, then you have a chance to do, to make a different choice, to do a different action, to make a different decision and change the trajectory of what you're about to do. Like for her, it's okay. You need to slow down. You need to breathe. And, you know, and that's important. It's like a a bit of a, you know, this feeling of, I can't even, it's just an, uh, Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that something's really out of alignment with me because I'm right. filled with energy normally. So if I'm feeling quite flat and bored about something, then it's just wrong. So um, if you're still listening, well, I, you must be if you hear what I'm about to say, um, then just take note of this, actually, and just think to yourself, really tune into the physical symptoms that are going on in your body when you feel that something isn't quite right or when something's brilliant just notice where it lives in your body and that will be your intuition basically screaming mm-hmm. at you in one way or another. Right, right. It's like your internal GPS that's telling you which direction to take yeah. in your life and you just have to be willing to willing. slow down long enough to hear it and then trust it. And trust it. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of willing and there's a lot of trust. And yeah. how how would you say that we can trust it? I mean, I know you and I know instinctively now that we can, but. Right. I think, I think for a lot of people, they need to test it out. They need to, you know, you either need to have a a full on belief in your higher power or your truth, as I love that. Um, You either need to have just a full on belief in that so that you, um, you know, are able to just take that leap of faith and go for it. Or I think for some people, they need to kind of see that it works, you know, kind of follow their intuition and and sort of get that reinforcement that, oh, that was a, that was good. That worked out. And then you kind of get the, um, the desire to keep doing that. It's like experience, Um, isn't it? It comes with experience. It is. is. Yeah. It's a lot of experience and it's a lot of, um, you know, just, I, I, I hate to say proof because it's, you know, you're not supposed, it's not supposed to be about that rational thinking, but for a lot of people, I think once they start to see that it does actually work, it's sort of proof for them that this is going to work and then it makes it easier for them to keep following it. And one other suggestion I would give um, to women is, don't seek approval from others for what you are. And what I mean by that is don't, um, don't rely on the people closest to you to think that, Oh, this is a great idea. You know, for me, it's a great idea for you to quit your, (laughs) quit your job without a plan. Like no one would have said to me, that's a great idea. And so if I had relied on everyone else's opinion to follow my intuition, I would still be at that corporate job. So such a vital takeaway, actually, because intuition isn't, it's not rational. It just just is. And it's yours. Your intuition and my intuition are not the same. Yours is for you and mine is for me. And it looks different, right? Absolutely. Someone said to me about, oh, no, don't don't do the coaching. What are you talking about? Because I'm a hairdresser and have been for 26 years. And I've run my own business for 11 years. And I've run a thriving business for 11 years. 
Um, and it, and I all of a sudden say, I can't, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was like, what, what are you doing? Well, you're mad. Like, you, you, you know, you work around your kid. Like, I had everything, everything was ticked off. Everything's brilliant. You know, you, you're making good money. You work around your kids. You've got absolute work-life balance. You're your own boss. You get to be creative. Like, everything. But mm-hmm. I just felt so, I felt so st- stale and bored and just like it wasn't going anywhere and I just had to go in search of something else but I can understand why yes I would have been massively talked out of that massively because why ruin a good thing right and I've made my life a hundred times harder FYI but (laughs) but a hundred times more meaningful right yes absolutely so it's not always the easiest thing it but it is the most important I think it's the most important, it's the most meaningful, and it is the thing that is going to allow you to live your best life. Oh, how beautiful. Yeah. I think that's a very beautiful way to, to end. Awesome. Okay. Denise, thank you so much. You have been a wonderful guest, and I'm so pleased that I actually I have I've met such a lovely, like-minded woman. Oh, thank you. Me too. It's so wonderful to connect with you, and yeah. I'm just thrilled to be part of this. And you'll have to come back home. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Anytime. Thank you. You're welcome. You have been listening to the Female in Podcast and I am your host, Nicole Goodman. Thank you so much for listening today. If you want to find more of Denise's work, you can find her denisleroucoaching.com. Wasn't she fabulous bringing all of her insight and wisdom to female today? Oh, I just absolutely adore talking to her. Now, if you found value in this podcast and you loved it, which I hope you did, please, please share it and please write a review so that I can keep bringing femaling to you every week. You can find more of my work on all social media channels at Nicole Goodman underscore coach or on Facebook at Nicole Goodman Life Coach. And please stay tuned every week. And remember, it is the most exciting time to be a woman. Thanks again for joining me today. This has been Femaling and I will be back next week.